every day of our lives, we have giants staring at us, daring us to do the things we want to do, holding us back from becoming who we are meant to be. On this episode of the podcast, I am Abel Alechemi, a Nollywood actor, speak about fear and navigating fear to becoming who we are meant to be. Listen to the podcast and please don't forget to drop your feedback. Thank you. Yeah. To the podcast where thoughts become words, as always, this is Kitura, and today is a big day. Be calm. <laughs> but I am glad and happy that you are joining me on this episode of the podcast. I am not alone, and I, I said I'm trying to be calm. I'm trying to be, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to hold, which is normal for when you have a very important personality on your part me humble small girl like me <laughs> so today i have a guest he's going to be introducing himself when i add all my everybody uh my name is abel alechenu mm, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some people some people call me Adoga, some people call me Mohammed, some people call me plenty of other things. And yeah. it is absolutely my pleasure to be on this podcast with Ketura. Ketura, my sister from a very, very long time ago. Someone no, who knew to, me well. Tell them. Mm. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. You're doing well. See, Evel is a superstar, like you people, you people, you people, you people should be calling by name. Ebel is a superstar. So just so that I give clarity to who Ebel, because he's, he's humble, he's a humble person. He doesn't like to talk so much, you know. Ebel is an actor, a Nollywood actor. Let's be specific. And now he's gaining international cognition and do international stuff because my brother is not here it's not here it's not here so i'm just saying this in case you listen to the podcast you know that the podcast is not just for small people it's also for big people and i'm excited to have abel on the podcast abel is my my brother oh <laughs> i wish you could see my face even though i'm i'm dark i'm blushing <laughs> <Please leave me laughs> alone. Okay, Abel is an actor, and uh, Abel is my brother because, truthfully, I've known Abel for a very, very, very long time. But Abel is a superstar and celebrated here. Abel featured on the popular African Magic series. Achoje. If am I saying it correct? I shall know that. Achoje. Achoje. Okay. Can you stream that? Is it on any streaming platform or just on African Magic? Um, yeah, it's on um, um, Showmax, African Magic wow. Showmax, the app, wow. you can get it on there. Wow, so you could go and check it out. It's very, very, very interesting. I never watched it. I just watched some thrillers, but I think that the, the part I watch, I, I, the suspense, man, and the fact that it's an epic series also is mind-blowing. And there are several other works by Abel. I think at the end of this podcast, Abel will tell us where to, you can get him so that you follow him as he journeys through this, um, through this, um, I want to say phase of life. <laughs> I don't, but I don't think that Abel will ever leave this phase of life. 
born actor so just follow him on social media as as he just um, navigates this season so the reason why abel is here is because i i i abel did a pot um abel has a youtube channel right what's the youtube channel name again alechenu tv one word no gaps okay so abel did a video on that youtube channel alechenu tv no gaps <laughs> i'm saying it the way you said it yeah. and and i was quite fascinated and i just felt like oh we could talk about what we're going to talk about today because that was um, a background to this conversation abel spoke about fear and consider the fact that we are from like we we are born without the silver spoon right and we have had to or abel has had to um navigate like go through and rising up to a level that some of us that are born without the silver spoon are holding back or are afraid of you know navigating because of different reasons so today's episode is just we're going to talk about fear we're going to talk about navigating fear when it comes to um growing in life especially as young people as we dare to do things that will make us stand out in life and our careers so for the first um question right evil i i wanted us to just explore what fear actually is and what are the common fears you see with especially young people especially young people like us that again i'm quoting that are without a silver spoon and i hope that people understand that being without this silver spoon means that you were not born into a wealthy rich home right so mm-hmm. so what 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 is fear first of all what is fear and then added to that what are the common fears people like us face you know navigating this growth and life yeah um okay thank you once again for having me up here so mm-hmm. i i usually have unconventional description of things because i'm more of a practical person in terms of um saying things the way that i see them you know okay um so if you check dictionary meanings or you could go fear it has a lot of meanings you know this is one of the seven universal emotions express experienced by everyone around the world mm. fear fear arises with the threat of harm either physical emotional or psychological either real or imagined you know mm. um but traditionally we we always consider um fear as a negative emotion so you are yeah. as as children then if you want to go out at night to be like oh take it easy take mm-hmm. it easy take it easy don't go out to oh, be careful where you are going do this mm-hmm. like this do this like that you know and then it just scares everybody so that mm-hmm. fear and usually we are afraid of not know what we fear Mm. Do you get what I mean? We just get scared sometimes yeah. of um mm. we are afraid to confront what we do not even know. 
mm. most of the time. So mm. someone tells you, for instance, that, um, oh, don't try this. Most people who tried it did not make it. Mm. And then you just become discouraged. You are afraid to even try it. Mm. Not even trying it on your own to see if it works. What mm -hmm. if the person did it wrongly? Or what if the person did not even try at all? Probably the person just told you a story about what they have been told. Mm -hmm. So, to me, fear is that inability to confront what you do not know. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Inability to confront what do you do not know is yep. fear. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about what, what are the common fears. I know that, you know, like us now, like, let's talk about like we just people, quote unquote, mm -hmm. you know, we, we have the soft life here in just. Yeah. For example, we have mm -hmm. the soft life here just where things are a bit slow and no matter how much you earn, um, you can get by. Mm -hmm. And the tendency to just feel like, oh, I'm getting by. I can uh, where there is food to eat at least per day. Oh, mm -hmm. it's just um, and then when when people want to say, oh, but do you know you can you can scale up, you can you can begin to do this thing, and then this thing can give you more money, and then we are we are holding back because as you said, because of our inability to confront what we don't know. So there's yeah. this fear that we don't know so what what do you think are the common fears especially young people you know the, that they can't confront what are the common things that we don't know that we run away from <laughs> okay so um bill i'll still address that fear of the unknown okay. it's just like they say most children are scared of the dark even adults okay. are scared of the dark why are people mm. afraid of the dark? Because they do not know what is in the dark. That's why mm. people are like, be very careful. Oh, if you do not have a torchlight at night, do not go anywhere. If your car doesn't have lights, do not drive at night. Mm -hmm. People are afraid of hitting barriers or countering problems or encountering problems. Mm -hmm. One of the major things people fear for leaving their comfort zones um, mm. like we just people i i mm. always used to refer to us a lot because yeah <laughs> the major limiting factor for many people in just is that fear of how will i survive so the survivor mm. the survivor the fear of loneliness mm. the social phobia you know mm. the fear of intim uh, intimidation you know so those are some of the major fears that we young people face and mm -hmm. i remember when i left just earlier and i moved to lagos it was it was like going into going into the forest without knowing the depth of the forest going into the forest without without any tool the only tool i had was my talent was God and my talent and the prayers of my mother. Mm. So that fear of what will you meet? What is mm. there for me? How will I cope with the language? Because then 
they will always tell you oh going to lagos you know um you are used to just and the north where you speak in um hausa if you yeah. go to a place now that they're speaking other languages lagos is so big lagos is a city lagos is mm. excuse me they keep telling you some things about lagos to scare you Mm-hmm. So that fear of the unknown is one of the major things that limits most people who want to leave their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And Steve Harvey will always say that if you remain in your comfort zone, you may never achieve anything. True. But that is not to say that everybody must leave just. No. Not mm-hmm. everybody must leave. But mm-hmm. even if you do not leave, you need to think bigger you need to do better you need to mm-hmm. move from your comfort zone mm-hmm. i remember when when we were neighbors right mm-hmm. at some point we had to move to another house mm-hmm. right because where we were living was comfortable but we moved to our own house then it was like an uncompleted building mm-hmm. but it was our own and then it was from there that we started building, started growing till it became the finished house that it is now. Mm. The same thing with you and your parents when you people moved from when we were direct neighbors to where mm-hmm. you currently are now. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that in your comfort zone, it appears really great. Mm-hmm. And I always try to use proverbs to drive home any point. Mm-hmm. When I was listening to someone say that she she bought a snake as a pet and she noticed that for five years the snake was not growing but it was shedding skin. So mm. she took the snake to the vet and the vet asked her how old the snake was and she told the vet and the vet said, no, something is wrong. And she mm. said, nothing is wrong. She takes care of the snake and she does everything. So the vet asked her where does she keep the snake like where's the house and she showed the vet a very small place and the vet said that is where the problem is Mm. the snake cannot grow above the provided space that it has how some people say kifenrigia so Kifenrigia is the fish that is inside a well. Yeah. It will assume that the well is so big, is the whole world, and it will just keep going round and round, going deep and up and down. Mm-hmm. When you throw that fish into a pond, not even the ocean, mm-hmm. the fish realizes that there is more to its swimming skills. And then it will glide with the waters. But in a well, it cannot glide because Mm -hmm. the well does not provide that enabling environment. Mm -hmm. For me, I studied all my, I I spent about almost 20, uh, over 25 years in JOS. I went to MVRI primary school. I went to uh, Kuru Comprehensive Secondary School. I went to TCNN and then I went to UJ. Mm. all those processes were the learning points for me Mm. when I went to TCNN a lot of people in my area were all going to NVRI secondary school 
So yeah. I told myself, I won't do MVRA primary school and go to MVRA secondary school. Mm-hmm. So I wanted something different. And I went to TCNM, which was in Bukuru. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was thinking outside the box in my little head at the time. Mm-hmm. From there, a lot of people were going to other schools, which was fantastic. Because yeah. I wanted to study theater, mm-hmm. I went to University of Jos. I did a diploma in University of Jos and proceeded to do my first degree there. Yeah. Even while in school, most of my classmates, because they didn't want to do theater, they applied for other courses and then they gave them theater, as they said. Mm-hmm. And in class, I will always do things differently and they were always saying I was taking things too serious. And I told some of them, I said, a lot of you are doing this course because you just want a degree. I want to feed my family with this business. That's why I'm taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. And while in school, I was the only student at the time who was going for film festivals when school was still happening because I had made a lot of I met a lot of people and I started traveling within Nigeria, going for film festivals that were sponsored by family. I would collect money from friends here and there just to fund the passion. And a man met me and saw my passion for it, for the Mm. film. The man just took interest in me and said, what are you doing with your life now? And I said, well, as I was on strike then, I said, well, when on strike, he said, yes, but what's the plan after school? What's your plan? I said, my plan is to move to Lagos, but I do not know anybody in Lagos. I do not have where to stay in Lagos. And that was how the long story short. He invited me to Lagos. I borrowed transport from my friend in school to go to Lagos at the time. And the rest is history. Now, mm. it's confrontational. If you say you do not want to remain small, you have mm. to think you have to think big. Mm. You cannot think small and expect to grow big. Mm-hmm. My village people always used to say, it's only the human ear that does not grow as much as other parts of the body, the ear and the nose mm. and the lips, for instance. But if a child, except for some deformities, Mm-hmm. the parts of the body grows with time yeah and to the glory of God I'm very glad for the processes I went through but I tried my best to make sure that anybody that I know coming from just Lagos at the time does mm. not go through what I went through so all the little connects I had mm-hmm. in Lagos at the time when there's, there's an audition, I send it out to people. When there's a casting, I recommend my just people. So those are some of the things I just confronted. The fears. I know a lot of just people who came to Lagos and mm-hmm. ran back to Joss, came to Lagos, ran back to Joss. But I told mm-hmm. myself, this Lagos is not two people. It's not two heads that stay here. People with two heads. If they have two heads, I will grow that second head too. Mm. I kept showing up, I kept moving, I kept confronting it. They were challenging times. Mm-hmm. They were very challenging times. And as you said earlier, yeah. for those of us who were not born into super privileged homes, yeah. I will say I was born in a very privileged home because 
I had a very good upbringing. Mm-hmm. I was I was born in a home that taught me the principles of life. Mm-hmm. Contentment was the key word in my family. We did not have as much, but we were contented. Mm-hmm. I remember when my brothers used to share one shoe. My brother mm-hmm. would go out, come back, put this shoe outside for son to beat. The other one is wearing socks, waiting for the shoe. Because that's the shoe that is worthy to go for an occasion. <laughs> you know? But now, the story is different. God yeah. has changed a lot of things. So, that fear of what will people say? What will people think? What yeah. will people... All those things. Just confront it and face it. If you talk... Mm-hmm. I could die, you say, if you talk, you die. You talk, you not talk, you die. Why don't you talk? And and then, tell what you do in life. People will talk, either yeah. good or bad. And my father told me something long time ago. He said, if they don't talk about you, then you're not important. Two-Face <laughs> also sang about it in his song. Yeah. It's either they're talking about you negatively or positively. True. And you're entitled to what you say, not what people understand. Mm. so just work hard on being the best version of yourself mm-hmm. that's why for me my principle in all my 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 years on stage and on screen I mm-hmm. always tell myself that my boss told me once said you're as good as your last job so I don't get carried away by when people tell me wow that was fantastic you did awesome mm-hmm. I'll tell you thank you in all humility. I ascribe all the glory to God for giving me the gift and talent and the opportunity. But Mm -hmm. a lot of people have seen a lot of great actors who, if if I start mentioning names now, you start wondering, oh, this person was, is true. Because some of them got carried away and then they lost it. Mm. And that's the fear that a lot of people have. That's why they even they do not even start at all. Mm. Yeah. So those are some of the the reasons the or the things say. that that causes fear or that people young people fear nowadays. Yeah. So I've been talking with Abel. Abel, I'll let you know. I'll be talking about fear, and and Abel just pointed out some of the common fears people face what what people fear the most especially young people and i want to highlight some of the things you've said so you said most some of the times we are afraid of encountering problems we're afraid of survival we're afraid of loneliness we're afraid of um, social phobia like we're afraid of meeting people we're afraid of intimidation we're afraid of what people will say we're also afraid of losing what we gain. This time, even if I face the fear, if I, if I overcome this, what if I lose it? So the fear mm-hmm. of just losing what you've gained also keeps us back. But you know, in, in problem solving, right, one of the tools for problem solving is known as the problem solving, the problem tree. It has like a 
the trees and the fruit or then the roots and it is said that when you want to solve the problem you have to go to the roots of the problem if you don't solve it from the roots it's just keep the, the fruits will just keep manifesting and that's why i want to ask you this why do you think these fears are prevalent what is the what is the what is the background why why do we have these fears is it a cultural thing is it a gen z thing is it a millennial thing is it a faith thing is it a mind thing <laughs> why well i would say it's a combination of all the things that you have mentioned okay it's um but for i think because we are using just as a case study Mm-mm. not limiting it to just yeah not limiting it but we're yeah. we using it as a because that's like the foundation of where we both started yeah. from basically yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the major things there is i would say environmental mm. it's the environment and it's a cultural thing it's a faith thing it's a family thing you mm. know because a lot of people even traveling outside just it's recently mm-hmm. that you hear people say oh i've gone to abuja i've gone to this place mm-hmm. i know a couple of people that never left just in 20 something years of their lives they mm-hmm. had never left just so mm-hmm. those fears are some of the problems that people people have with mm-hmm. development and growth so and then family wise as well when mm-hmm. i say environmental right mm-hmm. so the the only person in the area that was seen as the rich man that period was someone who was driving a 504 or a bitu mm-hmm. you know someone who drove a mercedes was mm-hmm. almost viewed like he was doing rituals because mm-hmm. he was like what the things we see in the nigerian films then mm-hmm. How did he make this kind of money? Where did he make this kind of money? Mm-hmm. So it just limited a lot of people. And thanks mm-hmm. to films, films made a lot of young people think outside the box. That's mm-hmm. where you had music and then you started hearing people want to be like this or that musician and then entertainment generally. I remember in the in the um, late 90s, you know, people mm-hmm. were listening to music and then it inspired a lot of other people to want to do music um mm-hmm. one of the things that also inspired me to want to do films was some of the nigerian films i watched at the time and mm. i was like no i want to be on the screen i want to do this kind of thing i want people to see me i want that was one of the driving forces and back then in the community we were it looked like an impossible task because nobody knew anything that was happening Kuru then was just like a village and Nips was Nips and Vet for Vom was the bubbling mm-hmm. place. And till I went to town with my elder brother one day and I met, I just finished, we just finished watching a Nigerian film that was shot in Jaws. We didn't mm-hmm. know it was shot in Jaws. And then I met one of the actors in town and I walked up to him straight up. I was like, I saw you in the film yesterday. I loved it. I want to act. I want to do this. And the guy was so fascinated. Mm. He gave me his number. That was then. I gave, I collected his number with my sister's phone because I didn't have a phone at the time. You know, mm. 
And that's how we started communicating. So that environmental limitation is one of the fears mm. that people have. And then mm. that fear of, will I be able to fit in? And then now the social media has complicated things. So people okay. now have more inferiority complex because they see the social media razzmatazz and then they see that they think that they are not good enough. Mm. So, so far, um, yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, so, so far we've been talking about like the root causes of this fear of this fear holding us back from like daring from doing things and you said something you said our environment so someone someone that has this fear most likely is coming from a non-competitive on our non-progressive environment where you know people are not the environment people are not thinking of or becoming better do you abel i just want to ask this as as an aside do you think that this is a problem of africa considering the (laughs) advancement in technology do you think that it's can we say that this environmental factor um i think yeah i think largely yes okay um and i and i say yes because mm-hmm. um being abroad for the period of time that i have been mm-hmm. and interacting with people from different uh, nations of the world mm-hmm. i have seen that it is a limiting factor in africa and mm. it's been um a colonial for lack of better words colonial slavery mentality and that's why you see that even some africans in the diaspora still carry on that mentality and Mm. they refuse to dare to do some things i'll give you a little example with myself so Mm -hmm. i currently where i am Mm -hmm. I, i currently go to places that black people are afraid for um excuse me of saying black people or let me use the word Mm -hmm. africans um Mm -hmm. i go to places that africans feel intimidated to go why i go there because i know who i am and a couple of people have asked me and i say Mm -hmm. you see that's the problem you are who you think you are you are not what people say or think you are Mm. so you go to a place most of the time i'm the only black person in either the bus or the building or the meeting or the restaurant or the swimming pool and Mm -hmm. when i enter some of those places Mm-hmm. I enjoy the attention I get because they look at me <laughs> and like, yeah. Wait, are you serious? This guy was bold enough to come here, and then it's complicated because I do not speak the language very well yet. So mm-hmm. when I go there, my confidence make them be forced or forces them to speak English to me. <laughs> so for Just me, that's. That's a strength. And I've been able to talk to a couple of 
um, African students where I am. And mm-hmm. someone opened up to me and he was like, bro, I love your energy. Thank you very much. Because mm-hmm. I noticed that the guy was almost getting depressed. He was intimidated by, you know, anywhere he goes, he goes and sits in one corner. He goes to eat in the restaurant, the school canteen. He sits in one corner. He doesn't, he's just afraid. And I'm like, yo, bro, do not look at your color. Look at what you have inside of you. Yeah. That's why I attend a church and almost every Sunday I'm the only black person in that church. Wow. Right? But Mm -hmm. I've made a lot of friends in the church that people are always eager to see me in church. When they don't see me in church, sometimes they keep asking questions. I posted on my Facebook the other day, the Mm -hmm. oldest man in my church, we took a picture together. He's 93 years old. The man loves me to the point that he calls. So when he wants to speak with me, I have to go with someone to interpret because he doesn't speak English. Wow. (laughs) So those are some of the things. You have to confront these things. If not, it will take the better part of you. So that's why I said I feel Mm -hmm. it's an African thing. And I say African thing with all confidence because I also got to learn that some things that we call African in Nigeria are actually not African, but Nigerian. Because Mm. some things are not applicable in other parts of Africa. So in my former course, I I did a, in in my film school program, I was, Mm -hmm. I had classmates from South Africa, from India, from the U.S., from uh, Namibia, um, and some other countries from about 14 countries that Mm -hmm. was when i realized the difference that there is africa and nigeria and there's africa (laughs) and there's africa Mm -hmm. so that's why i said that that's one of our problems because every little thing you just see them trying to run into their shell out of fear of oh i don't want to to be seen like i don't know what i'm doing just do it anyway do Mm -hmm. it anyway Mm -hmm. if you make a mistake you get corrected Mm -hmm. so those are some of the things that's why i said that i think it's an african so i i I like the fact that we are digging deep like so we have an we have an environmental orientation that needs to be changed i also highlighted as one of the causes of fear for us even young people we have family orientations Your, your parents don't want you to dare you know, this protective African parent nature kind of thing. Then there's the lack of proper um, exposure to the global village via yeah. social media. So instead of social media becoming a tool for us to see potential, yes. we, we now use it as a tool to get intimidated and then hold back in fear. We, we cannot exactly. express ourselves. Yeah. Now, Ebe, we've spoken about all of these issues, and I know that somehow we've also dealt with um, how these fears limit us. Maybe you could talk about um, the limit, how 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 fears hold us back, and just the opportunities we miss out when we allow fear, you know, just hold us back before we go to the last point. Sorry, say that again. I said, can you talk about, um, you know, the opportunities that we miss out on or the potentials in daring 
that we miss out on when we when we fear, when we're afraid, when we when we're afraid to dare. Hmm. So uh, I'll say that most times when you mm-hmm. when you fail to dare, right? Mm-hmm. You will continue eating the crumbs hmm. instead of eating the main meal. Wow. <laughs> you continue drinking. Um, there's nothing wrong with drinking well water, but you continue drinking well water instead of borehole water or <laughs> table water. <laughs> so when you go to an occasion, right, mm-hmm. there's this natural saying people have dressed mm-hmm. the way you want to be addressed. Mm-hmm. When they look at you, mm-hmm. if you do not dare, you will continue to sit at the back. Mm. you will not sit where kings are sitting you will not sit where the decision makers are sitting mm-hmm. you will continue to sit at the back you will continue to be relegated to the sidelines mm-hmm. so confronting confronting it does not mean you should be aggressive or you should be your forcey mm-hmm. have value mm. because all of these things does not work if you if if you're they say when opportunity meets preparation, that's when you you strive. Mm-hmm. If you are if you are just there and then someone gives you, for instance, you don't have a plan, for instance, and someone comes and gives you um, mm-hmm. five million dollars, in less than a year it will be gone. Mm-hmm. But with a plan, if someone gives you one million dollars, you probably mm-hmm. convert it into ten million dollars before the end of the year. Yeah because you have a plan and you have an idea and you are willing to dare Mm -hmm. so that daring spirit is Mm -hmm. very important but Mm -hmm. it you the the development aspect should not be taken away Mm -hmm. because you have to have content you have to have something to give i cannot give you i cannot make you a manager of a multi-million dollar company when you have not proven yourself to be able to stand straight. Hmm. So we need to be able to rise above those limitations in our head. It's a mental thing first, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You have to unlearn and relearn some things. I understand the way parents get protective and all of that. Our parents were super protective too. But my family, probably, that's why I keep saying I have the best family in the world. I Mm -hmm. got the liberty that I think most people did not have. And it has helped me going forward. Yeah. So you're saying that when we hold back in fear, there there are opportunities everywhere that we miss out on, right? The last question I was going to ask was, uh, what are the, what are some effective strategies? But you've mentioned some, and I'm going to highlight it. Then maybe if you want to add flesh to them, or yes, even sure. add it, then you yes, could. Sure. So okay. you you spoke about thinking out of the box as one of the effective strategies to overcome fear. You said that we we cannot overcome fear by just doing the norm. So if you want to. Um, overcome fear you have to be a person that thinks out of the box please you will explain what that means to you we need to confront 
case, right? Yeah. You said something about just do it anyhow, just do it anyway, right? Three, yeah. you said we need to have value. Exactly. You, you, you face your fear using value. Then the last one that you just said now was that you need to develop and build your mental capacity so that when you face that fear, when opportunity comes, you are ready to just go in for it. So please expatiate on these points that you made as um, effective strategies for overcoming fear. Okay. So um, personally, I would say some of the Mm -hmm. effective strategies are majorly Mm -hmm. accepting the fact that fear is normal. Mm. you have to accept it it's normal it's just like in acting so because i don't only act i also direct and do camera and all of that Mm -hmm. there's what we call stage fright when you come on stage as Mm -hmm. a stage actor you have Mm -hmm. stage fright because you see the audience almost it happens to almost every actor there's Mm -hmm. that initial fright but after mm-hmm. you deliver your first and second line, some people, once they just open their mouth to talk, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Some other people, it takes a couple of lines. But mm-hmm. so I always use that as, a, as an example, because once you step on stage, that's you confronting that fear, right? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. pushing something to the wall. If, you're, if a dog is chasing someone and the person turns and starts attacking the dog the mm-hmm. dog will be forced to retreat because of fear as well because it is confidence but that confidence without proper backing is a problem as well that's why all what i said are interconnected to development both mental capacity physical mm-hmm. capacity mm-hmm. and spiritual pers- capacity as well because in everything we do i'm a spiritual person in everything we do there's a higher power Mm. there's a higher power and once you identify all those links and you're able to put them together and you're able to focus and say this is what you want to do there is nothing that will stop you Imagine that Dangote, the refinery is about to be opened. Mm-hmm. The biggest in the world, if I'm not mistaken, yeah? In Africa, yes, but the world's one of the biggest. And a single man thought about this idea. He got mm-hmm. a team together. He confronted the fears of every limiting factor in Nigeria or in Africa. And mm-hmm. now that idea is about to be birthed. Mm. So those are some of the things that I look at and I tell myself, if someone could do it, you can't do it. It can take, it probably will take a little longer, but it's achievable. Mm. I never say never anymore. I used to mm. say it before, but I never say never nowadays. Mm. Yeah, so Abel, wow. <laughs> Today has been massive. <laughs> We've been talking about fear so far and just navigating fear and growing above it to just become who God has actually called us to be. You know, the funny thing is that people don't understand that we are not just called to come, eat, live, get married, have mm-hmm. sex, 
and die. Yeah. You know, there's just, 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 there's just more. There's just more. And if you are going to delve into the more, you have to go above fear. And that's why this podcast episode is important. If you are listening now, there, we're just saying that yes, Abel has said something that is very, very important as strategy that we should accept fear as normal. It's, it's okay. It's okay to be afraid. What is not okay is staying in the place of fear and not navigating it. And that's why the points that Abel has made, as, excuse me, as far thinking out of the box, confronting your fears, finding value to face your fear, developing yourself, developing your mental capacity, and just getting ready for opportunities, right? It's very important. Now, Abel, conclusively now, do you have yeah. any last thoughts to encourage oh, somebody yes. that yes. is at that point you understand Definitely. that at that Definitely. point the person is the only thing that is holding the person back is fear what will you tell the person the first thing i'll tell that person is what do you want to be remembered for mm-hmm. in life what do you want to be remembered for my father died when i was 11 years old i was going to be 12 Mm-hmm. A few days to my 12th birthday was when he died. Mm-hmm. But till tomorrow, my father's good name still many people. Mm-hmm. And that was because he confronted a lot of fears. And I think that's one of the places that I learned from. Because mm-hmm. if I start talking about my father's story, we will not finish this podcast. He was one of the <laughs> first people to leave his village and he said there's a better life somewhere. He does not know where that life is, but he will find it. And he left mm-hmm. the village, joined the army. They thought he had died till he returned after some years and was celebrated. So those are the kind of attributes that I heard. Mm-hmm. Those were some of the stories that I heard. And I said, if my father could mm-hmm. confront these things, even if he did not have the money according to the world standard but he had a mind and he had a goal and he achieved something Mm -hmm. and that's why even me i told myself i may not come from a very wealthy home but i told myself that i was going to school abroad i do not know how it's going to happen but it will happen and now i finished a professional course abroad and i'm doing a master's abroad now it's about confronting that fear someone else may not have done it that Mm -hmm. does not stop you from doing it in anything i do in my life let it never be recorded that i did not try because of fear that's what i'll tell that person who is at that point now in the level of fear let it never be said that you got stopped because you were afraid to try. What if you tried and you made it? Mm. Because most times we always think that, uh, oh, if we try, we'll fail. What if you do not fail? Mm-hmm. So anytime anything comes to your mind and say, what if it goes wrong? Tell yourself, what if it goes right? Yeah. <laughs> anytime anything comes to your mind, asking you what if it goes wrong tell yourself what if it goes right on that note <laughs> i'm very very glad and happy to have you on the podcast it will truthfully thank you for sharing this time with me 
Now goody, now goody, now goody, now goody is to say for my heart. Thank I will definitely thank you, thank you for pull you again some other time to talk about something else um, on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope that if you have anything in front of you, anything you want to achieve and fear seems to be that limiting factor that after listening to this episode, your mind will change and you will dare. You step mm. on it and do it. <laughs> Thank you so much. And have Thank a good me. whatever point, time of the day you are listening to the podcast (laughs) thank you so much Abel (laughs) thank you very much for having me and thank you for anyone who's listening confront your fears you are bigger than it thank you so much